Hello everybody, welcome to episode 17 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a heck of a show it's going to be for us today. And by us, I mean me, Mr. Parton. By us, I mean you, the listener. And by us, I also mean my co-presenting team. The first of which is a man who, from the success of this show, has had the royal birds named after him. It is Mr. Swan! Thank you, Mr. Parton. Yes, I definitely came first. And also, because of his success on the show, a man who's had an entire hemisphere named after him. It is Mr. Noor! Thank you very much, Liam. That's brilliant. No, thank you for all the noble work you do. I will take over the South shortly. <laughs> but he's working on it. He's working it. What a show we've got for you today. We've got the usual mix of brilliant music. We're also going to be promoting all that is brilliant and all that is pure about Petersfield. And we'll also be having me, a man who isn't pure and who isn't good, but he is from Petersfield. So sit back, relax. This is going to be a heck of an hour for you to enjoy. The boys in the basement welcome you in. Here we go. Oh, what an intro. I was feeling a bit breathless at yeah. the end of that. <laughs> you, were, you, were, yeah. you were running a bit dry there. Well, do you know why I'm running dry? Because of the Arctic conditions in this basement. Oh, it is freezing. It is. Why is it so cold down here, Mr North? Because we're recording a long time after the heating went off. It is later than we <laughs> ever record. You knew when we were going to record. Well, no, I didn't. I thought we were recording about half six. It's now ten. Yeah, but you should have realised in between that, in that four-hour window, you could have thought, oh, I'll go and adjust my thermostat. Instead, we've come down here and acted surprised at the fact have, have that the it's Have the bank been round again, told you to make some cuts? Oh, yeah, is there some yeah. secret? No, I was spending too much money. Yeah. On what? Cars. Yes, Mr. North has brought himself a new car. What is it? Is it nice? <laughs> your, your number one interviewing style as ever is now extending to my car interview. Um, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> this isn't an interview. I just asked you what your car was like. If you'd like to have it as an interview. I have bought a new Audi A1, which is very nice. Black, small Audi. <laughs> Don't stand there looking like that. Other cars are available. Yeah, other cars <laughs> are available, but they're not as good. No, oh, no, that's oh. a hell of a claim. <laughs> that is a heck of a claim. So he's all smug because he's got a woman and a car. And I'll tell you who else is smug. A man who is so smug that he just radiates smugness everywhere. His name is Noble Jeff. And the reason he's smug is because he's on the show today in the corner as a guest. And I always forget to introduce him. This was actually quite good. We only were about four minutes in then and I remembered to introduce him. So evening, Noble Jeff. Hello, boys. How are we? Yeah, we're good. Very thanks. well. Good. Yeah, it's very good. good. I'm warming up here. I've got the radiator on. Nice oh, for you. I've, I've got my coat on, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like down here. We are huddled like people in the middle of a, the Blitz or something. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, are you feeling noble this evening? I'm feeling very noble. Good, because we're going to need you to sprinkle some nobility on this podcast. Because you <laughs> and Mr. Swan have got some exciting stuff you've been doing that you want to talk about, don't you? Yes, definitely. It is properly. <laughs> properly. Yeah. Why do you sound so like laser Despite fair? That, it about? is exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. You're meant to be sprinkling it with excitement. Well, my, my adrenaline's running low again now after the excitement of the football match. Oh uh, yeah, we just watched a football match, didn't yes, we? My we did. team played very well in. Your team being? I'm being Arsenal. Other football teams are available. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. Plenty <laughs> of football teams available. I'm quite fond of... Um, Crawley Town, you like? Crawley, Crawley Town. Town, yeah, looking forward to that big match, because I don't usually watch football, so I just had the experience of watching a football match with the lads, and I was quite good, wasn't I? Yeah, well, I made some yeah. good yeah, observations. You also made some good rules. about tilting the pitch with the last ten minutes yeah, because make it more I, interesting. because I think the game <laughs> ran out of steam a little bit, and so I was thinking in the last ten minutes they should have a no-red card rule and the managers can come on the pitch and just sort of hang about and use their hands and stuff and I thought that would really improve the I'm game I'm sure FIFA will be on the phone to you shortly yeah? if anyone yeah. from FIFA is, who's the boss of FIFA Seb Blatter. Blatter. Yeah. Can, is there anyone whose name I can pronounce? No, probably not. Oh, how about Mr. Blatter? Mr. Mr. Blatter. Seb. Seb. Oh, oh, Seb. You know, I'm doing Seb. Yeah, <laughs> me. Oh, Seb, my old son. Yeah, Seb. If you're listening, I will let you have that idea. But we will need to negotiate rates because you know I consider myself on the leading lights in English football now. Having, I went, having watched if, one game. If I had to name one person who I know who knows nothing about football, it would be you. That hurts. I just uh, I saw some fouls happening and stuff. 
Yeah, you saw them. Also, I like, the, I like the fact that you said, oh, you've had a night watching the football with the lads. If you had hypothesised about rule changes like that in a real pub with like real football fans, you would be dead now. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> such a barbed threat. Your blinkered cynicism. What a show we got for you today, everyone. If you want to get in touch with us, we are on the internet. I have an email. It's Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. You can also follow us on twitter.com, which is bitbuck podcast which is really nice and excitingly excitingly that my co-presenters have joined me on twitter yes. i'm so excited to hear this mr north you are now on twitter aren't you yeah i'm on twitter tom north 23 yep because there's been 22 before him <laughs> they got there first and mr swan you're on twitter as well i am on twitter as well yes that's right and I can't remember what well, my address is. Mike, Mike Swan 70. Mike Swan 70. So there's been That's 69 yes. other Mike Swans. That's it. What a heck of a number. Yes. He is the 70th. That is good for us all. So you can follow us all on Twitter. Just If you use Twitter, good. If you don't, start using it just to follow us because we're very interesting. Mr. North the other day, he brought a lemon drizzle cake and he broadcast it to the world. And <laughs> it was stop the press moment, wasn't it? The world cared. <laughs> no, they didn't. No. no one cared. Did anyone Not... respond to it? Uh, no. <laughs> well, you like... were... But Liam was getting very jealous about the amount of followers I had very quickly yeah i, I didn't got like, like that. 15 in three days piggybacking off the back of my success like a little limpet <laughs> oh. clinging to the underbelly of my ferocious talent within a day of you being on twitter you had at least four followers i was like it took me years to build out that many but you are good at it now you didn't understand it first mr swan didn't understand it either no, was, it took me a bit of time you were right. trying to have a private conversation with someone and yeah. get broadcasting it to the world <laughs> That's didn't true, you yeah but it wasn't yeah. private of a nature like it couldn't be broadcast well i don't know i think things about your genitalia and illnesses and stuff shouldn't really be broadcast to the nation should it it wasn't about that was it not? No, it wasn't about that. Oh, so what was that cream for it then? It was with Mr. Erry. Ah, okay. Were you talking about beard growing, were you? No, no we weren't, no. No, you should have been, because listeners, you can't see this, because the medium of radio is <coughs> ill-equipped to deal with this, but Mr. Swan has, um, I don't know, he's sort of taken on a Russell Crowe persona lately, <laughs> and he's opted to grow a beard. Would you like to explain the beard and your thinking behind it? Um, I've been on holiday from work, uh, where we have to shave every single day, so I've taken the luxury of not shaving every single day, and growing quite a big beard... Few people liked it, and I thought I'd give it a go. And okay. it's gone down very well. With who? Most of the people at work. Didn't someone describe you as looking like Noel Edmonds? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, they did, yeah. But that person's very old and unfirm. And unfirm? Unfirm? <laughs> 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 when you touch them, they have a very sort of soft, cheese-like feel I to them. I meant mentally. Mentally? Uh, that's even whoa, worse. Whoa. She's mentally unfirm. Yeah, no, she didn't mean it. It was just meant in a jokey, friendly way. Well, that's the deal with all of the um, the sort of mentally handicapped charities out the window, then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you're mentally unfirm, we haven't got time for you. <laughs> Mrs. Swan, you are definitely not on our with that sort of persona. Uh, you are more like Mr. Blobby, I tell you. But I like your beard, actually, thank I'm going to say. Much. I think we should put some pictures of it on the website so people can see what your what beard looks like. Just a close up of my beard. No, well, you can have your whole face. Okay, yeah, well, I'm up for that, yeah. Because someone said that you're on the way to sort of being a model, didn't they, as well? Did they? Someone said, if you lost the glasses... That's true, lost the glasses and a few stone, and I'd almost be about 20% of the way there. Okay, (laughs) well, that would be good for us all. Still a fairly long way off, but yeah. Someone said you look like someone famous today as well, didn't they, Liam? Oh, yes. Now, there is an anecdote I could recite here, and I think I will. I was in a well-known shop that rhymes with Ikea. It was called (laughs) Ikea. And it was a home furnishing shop, and I was just sort of meandering around, sort of looming around corners, scaring people and eyeing up women. Because have you ever noticed you get quite a lot of good-looking people in Ikea? Whenever you go in there, you do see good-looking people. Me being one of them. I'm not commenting. 
Why can't you comment? Because I can't, I can't I remember. Because I, I have a furnace <laughs> burning in my womb. Well, you and your womb need to pipe down and let me tell this story, right? I was in Ikea and it was properly good. And I was walking around and a little boy saw me and... Stay with it, listeners. This is not going where you think it is. A little boy saw me and he said, Mum, Mum, is that Doctor Who? And I love that because I'm a bit of a Doctor Who fan and I, you know, I think I do share some of the physical, handsome characteristics of David Tennant. Yeah, but we should say it's mainly because you wear a long brown coat. Not just because that, it's because of my sort of bone structure as well. Really? Yeah, I've got cheekbones that Kate Moss would be jealous of. Okay. What? <laughs> no, and I've got fine. a blithe frame that isn't so blithe anymore because I keep eating big tasties. People, what I will tell you is if you are trying to live longer than like to the age of 30, don't eat as many big tasties as me because it's taken its toll. I keep having cold sweats. I just had to go and use the facilities at Mr. North's house and he's probably angry because I had to use a lot of toilet roll. <laughs> Oh, no, it's buy one, get one free at the moment. Oh, that's so right. Because he buys really posh toilet roll. It's ridiculous. I don't know. It's about £500 a roll, isn't it? Not when it's buy one, get one free. Well, I suppose. It's probably cheaper than wiping your bum on actual money, but it's not far <laughs> off. It's not far off. I'll tell you what, though. It's time for us to play a song now. As ever, we are jam-packed full of brilliant, brilliant, brilliant music. And the first song I'm going to play today is from a band that we've been supporting since the bleeding get-go. It is The Common, and this is their song, Famous. So enjoy this, and we'll be back. Now listen up, i got a confession to make. I think I want to be famous. Don't want to be entertained. Don't wanna be one of them entertainers The number one song on your playlist Not saying it's gonna be painless But I would walk a thousand miles in their plane to proclaim us It's getting too hard to contain us The common's becoming contagious The lyrics are wicked, it's making you sick And it's only the primary stages There's phases you go through Good gigs and bad gigs People get dropped off and not trying to deal with it That's what my dad did I ad-lib and admit We're not always technically gifted But guarantee whenever you're listening You can expect to be lifted Momentum is gradually shifting But there's still a few days Where I can barely utter a lyric And burn it can barely play but people can rarely say that you've even played a show Let alone a bad show, let alone a good show How many people can say that they've even got a flow Let alone a bad flow, let alone a good flow So, well, I think I wanna be famous But I don't know what it means well, I need to realize, I need to figure it out Played in front of big crowds and little crowds Crowds that were a lot louder, a little loud But I'm still as proud, no matter the crowd reaction Nobody listening, nobody clapping People that think that they're coming to crap They can't understand what the city is rapping Nobody's singing along with the chorus People are chatting and people ignore us Session of rap at the open mic Talking like Bull, mate, you must be a Taurus Cause we rock like porous And my flow is flawless If you're pretty, good and I must be gorgeous Run tight like corsets And of course it's Never gonna be plain sailing mate It's both taking a beating And I feel a bit nauseous Be cautious Cause things go wrong My microphone packed up Halfway through a song People there expecting me To rap and sing So Vernon carried on Until he snapped a string Now what's happening Is like teaching us lessons I'm guessing Unless you learn from these lessons You'll never progress Any questions? Well, I think I wanna be famous But I don't know what it means I wanna be Michael Jackson I don't wanna be Prince I wanna be Jim Murray 
But yeah, I've got a lot of faith in us But I can never be sure of having a lot of faith enough Is having a MySpace enough? Having a pretty face enough? Right time, right place enough? To have the fans, the girls and all the record companies chasing us? Yeah, maybe we'll make it, but if we don't, fine I'm like a bad babysitter, mate, I don't mind I'm inclined to keep rhyming and climbing this ladder Maybe in time, if I keep trying, so I wanna be signing this rapper Check! Well, I think I wanna be famous But I don't know what it means well, I need to realize I need to figure it out Cause if I wanna be famous And wake in a dream well, I need to realize I need to find out how Common there with Famous, and if you like that song, they have it currently available as a free download from the site musicglue.com. To find that, you would type in www.musicglue.com slash thecommon, and you can download it for free. you just got to pop your email address in, and I recommend that you do, because we love The Common, and the song Famous, I think, is dedicated to my quest for global fame, which I think is needed now, because I'm getting old, because I turned 26 a few days ago, didn't I? Oh yeah, happy That's birthday. Happy Thank birthday, you very much. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, I had to hint, I had to do a hint <laughs> to get a happy birthday out of you lot. I come in here, there's no cake. There's no bunting, there's no presents, there's actually, no nothing. We're true. still waiting for our Christmas presents. Yeah, that's true. Ah, now that's the loophole you've got me with, yes. I, will, I did actually go looking for your presents today. But came back with... Dime oh, bars. Oh, and and oh, well. funny marshmallowy coconut things. You are what you eat, Mr North. But yeah, listeners, that is because I still owe these guys presents from... We did a Christmas show, which if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to it. If you have listened to it... Good. Listen to it again. It'll put the figures up. Right, we did a Christmas <laughs> show. We, we had a secret Santa in the base, which wasn't all that secret. There's only three of us. And these two brought presents. I didn't. So we had a secret Santa. I got the most presents of anyone in the basement <laughs> without putting any effort in. So still a bit bitter, still a little bit sore, but they'll get over it. It's going to be great. But my birthday is really good. I got everything I liked. I got cakes, boobs. I like cakes and boobs. Did, did I get, get boobs? both of those? No, I can't find a forum in which you can combine them together, like cakes and boobs. How about... A cake that's made in the shape of boobs. Well, no, because that's still just He's a cake. He's a genius. No, no, no. He's not just noble. Because that, that's still just a cake, just in a shape. It's like if someone gave you a cake in the shape of a car, you wouldn't go, I've got a car, would you? No. Because the thing I like about boobs is that it's the connotations that come with them. Like, not the fact they're cake wouldn't make any sense. Are you guys all right over there? Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, there was yeah. some no, sort of frivility. No, producing. Just get it on looked the odd. Show. It looked weird. No one was paying me attention and I was talking. I thought, what's the point? Is anyone listening? Just doing this for the good in me health. I might as well just talk inside my head. You That'd do be that. great. You do most of the time. All You'd the time. probably prefer that sometimes. Yeah, I do start. But I've always loved boobs. So I've loathed the bra because <laughs> it's a symbol of female oppression. And speaking of female oppression, we need to speak to our guest, Noble Jeff. <laughs> Noble <laughs> Jeff, a man who has been oppressing women since 1974. <laughs> no, was, he's good. He's you. modern day revolutionary. They're calling him the new Rosa Parks or something. He's sat here Please. modelling the boys in the basement finery. He's got the oh, yes. I Love Mr. Swan shirt on, which got sent to uh, from us... Uh, to us from our super fan Livy from yes, America yes. and he's also wearing the it's not knitted it's crocheted <laughs> the scarf is crocheted brandy Lenetchika, one of our super fans oh check out that pronunciation oh, I'm, I'm on fire I'm on fire don't dance when you've had a big taste it doesn't end at all well for the other folk in the room yeah he's modelling the scarf we got sent the shirt we got sent and Jeff is here to talk about an exciting project that you and Mr Swan have started doing between the two of you yeah. I've had nothing to do with this so I'm really proud that you guys are doing something other than just playing on your playstations all day and whatnot. <laughs> Thank you, you very your, much, Liam. And your N64s an like you used to. So what we is your do it for your approval. What is your project and is it nice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping it'll be nice. I mean, myself and Mr Swan are starting going to start a feature where we look into and try out your more obscure hobbies. Define obscure. When I mean obscure, I mean, I don't know, odd things like train spotting or 
jive dancing. I noticed or, you said uh, train spotting first. That's your favourite, isn't it? By a long way. I like way. the idea of Because we've first. already started this. Ah, yeah, we okay. had our first spot. Uh, we went for a bike ride in right. the hammering rain, but that doesn't yeah, matter because we're committed. Yeah. Yeah, we're <laughs> um, and we just happened to come across a bridge going over a railway line, and we thought, I know. A railway line? Railway rabbit. Elmer Fudd in the basement here. <laughs> if anyone didn't understand that, like Mr. North, I said railway line. Um, yeah, so we thought, well, we can kill two birds with one stone here. You were killing birds? <laughs> you br- the RSPCA will be on the phone, and it's the RSPCA. It's a very obscure hobby. No, so we stood on stone. top of the bridge, we ceased cycling, stood on top of the bridge, and a train just appeared out of nowhere, didn't it? It did. It's like it was meant to be. It snuck up on us. We didn't have to wait at all. And we, we noted down the number. And uh, did we enjoy it? I loved it. I was really, <laughs> I you was told me the number earlier. Yes, yes you remembered was, it. Four 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 zero two zero. Has anybody else listening got that train? If anyone if else, not, we'll you... trade it for another one somehow. <laughs> if any... like football sticker swapsies. <laughs> Have you seen this train? Have you got any information about? We were on that train, Pat. Is this train? It was heading for London, but we've not had it confirmed it arrived yet. So if anyone can fill us in on the rest of the story, did it make it? Did it break down? Was it comfortable? Was the buffet car well stocked? These things we will never know unless you get in touch. Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. So really, this new thing you're doing, yes. trying different things, yes. is just an elaborate rouse for him to go train spotting. Well, no, train spotting <laughs> will be one episode, but we're going to try all sorts. We're going to be doing like Morris dancing. We're going to be doing jive dancing. We're going to be doing archery, mud snorkeling, all at once. Mud snorkeling, mud snorkeling, yeah. box snorkeling. Yeah. Have you heard of that cricket match they play once a year in the Solent? I in have, the Solent, I've, yes. The one, once a they year they play on the Bramble Bank. Yes. Oh. One, once a year, the tide goes out far enough that this little sand dune appears in the middle of the Solent, and every single year, without fail, they play a cricket match on it. But I've watched videos of it. It looks like brilliant fun. I'd love to go and do that one. Perhaps we'll try and get involved. See that we. If anybody is listening who does do what you might think is an obscure or slightly odd hobby get in touch like podcasting <laughs> I don't think no. I don't really I don't think, think if Mr Swan went out podcasting today that's doing much different than he does every weekend anyway no but thanks for your suggestion Mr North but yes get in touch let us know and you never know we could be turning up at your doorstep it's yeah. being filmed it'll be sort of like turning, we're going to edit it properly because yes. I saw what you edited the other day oh, oh that, yes we'll yeah, talk well, about that, was... that in a minute yes so well, yeah get in touch let us know if you've got any ideas of things we should try out that you think I want to know more about that let us know and we'll give it a go so any sort of hobby anything any hobby sport pastime because we will be trying to promote this thing I mean we're going to do research into it it's going to be a bit of can you do ice skating we could do ice skating I'd like to see you ice skate I'm very bad at ice skating but I'll (laughs) give it a go it'd be interesting to try things that we've never tried before definitely and see us fail miserably and is it things confined to the sort of the English Isles, because I've got a feeling that already, as she listens to it, Brandy's going to be Brandy's emailing saying, right oh, now. I'd love Mr Swan to come over and dust me walls or something. <laughs> so are you confining yourself just to really UK-based activities? No, not at all, not or at just all. Low- really? You no, want to travel the world uh, yeah, doing this? Yeah, we'll do whatever. Uh, have you told Jeff this? Because Jeff looks like he if, wasn't ready for Jeff this. If Jeff doesn't want to go, I'll go on my own. I don't mind. <laughs> well, if you're happy to fund it, I'll... I'll uh, yeah, to. Well, we'll talk about funding oh, later. Right, okay. Yeah, not on air. Well, yeah, we're exactly. on an international podcast, so yeah. the, the sky's the limit. It's informative. Something that perhaps we don't do very often sometimes. I think we're full of facts and information on this podcast. <laughs> we like we did the Alice in Wonderland syndrome thing. We told people about insomnia. Insomnia. <laughs> yeah, thank you. There's yeah. loads of good work. What yeah, we've done. That, yeah. Loads of that. You know. So that's good, Jeff. I'm pleased you're doing this. But you, have, you just really want to go train spotting, don't you? <laughs> have you Have you heard of Eddie Stobart? Because there's a very similar activity <laughs> involving spotting Eddie Stobart lorries. I just I just think that's a good place to start. And mm. we could drink while we do it. <laughs> Oh, I come don't on. know about that. Oh, come on. You were right, right up for that off-air. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Noble Jeff. Stop oh, yeah, attacking sorry. him on air. Sorry. Yeah. Stop bringing out his real Jeff. character. Under right. his boys in the basement shirt, he's wearing a toga and a crown of thorns.
horns. So don't you start attacking him, alright? You know I don't drink. But you guys are doing that project, and as well as that, because that's all part of you getting physically fit, mm. yes, ready yes. for all sorts of endeavours, bike riding and stuff. And also, our very own Mr. North and our very own Mr. Swan, they've been out training on bikes as well. And you had a very eventful weekend, didn't you? We went on a bit of a holiday together, didn't we? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, um, we went to my family home. <laughs> are you sure about I took Mike, that? I took Mike to meet the parents. I met the, pa- I met the parent, or one of the parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my dad wasn't, just wasn't there. He wasn't around. Did anyone ask any questions to where, where he was, which is an awkward sort of elephant no, in the room? He was coming back shortly after Mike had left. But oh. that's not important. <laughs> he was waiting till I'd left. We took, we, we took um, both bikes down to Somerset and did a bit of training um, for cycling, which was good because we found some really good flat land on the Somerset levels. Yeah, it was very good. And had a bit of a, a day out doing about 35 miles, which was good. It was full of drama. It was full of drama. What sort of drama? As any day out with Mr. North normally is. <laughs> what oh. sort of drama occurred? Well, where should we start? Somewhere would be good. We saw a police incident. <laughs> yes. Yes, we got embroiled in an incident with a in cow a, in and the a, police. Yeah. The police had shut a road due to an incident involving a cow. <laughs> what was the incident? We don't know. We don't know. We think it may have just been loose. Okay. <laughs> We're not sure, though. <laughs> that is literally it. That was Mr. North's prediction yeah. and him being a country type. And then, went with um, it. had a hog roast. In, <laughs> in we a, did, we in had a, a hog re- roast in a bap. Yeah, in um, a bap. And then the next day we went climbing a big hill where I almost fell down it. Mr. North almost died on this trip, Mr. North. He almost died? <laughs> yeah, we... Almost. Oh. On a, fo- on a foggy... Why does basically... the word almost always get into a sentence, Mr. North died? <laughs> it was a, I hate it. It was a foggy tour. We visited Glastonbury <laughs> and Mr. North suggested we should climb to the top of the tour, which is about 600 feet up. Okay. He, he, so that's like 300 feet. He basically feet kept telling two. me it has the most stunning views over <laughs> three different counties. Absolutely beautiful. And I was like, yeah, okay, this sounds nice. So we climbed to the top, absolutely exhausted. It was hammering down with rain. Got there and you could see about ten feet. <laughs> it was the, probably the drabbest, dampest experience of my life. Yeah, we were well, being people, with Mr. North, it, just in yeah, general. We were the only people up there as well. Well, apart from on the way back, of course, where obviously the death-defying incident happened, <laughs> um, and we met a coachload of French tourists coming the other way. Yeah. Uh, right. Mr. North, Young being, teenagers, being the gentleman that he is tried to step to the side of the path to let them pass unfortunately (laughs) there was no side to the side of the path it was just a sheer drop and he fell no well no he slipped slipped and and, and a french tourist grabbed him and (laughs) saved his life a french tourist one of the french tourists yeah about like a 15 year old french girl it was brilliant how's your missus gonna i thought it was a boy was it? I'm sure it was, sure it was a boy. <laughs> Mr. North it's is getting there with his gender sort memory. of identification. <laughs> sure it was a boy. No, I. Um, so you owe the French a lot. Mountain. Yeah, we I just thanked stepped the French. off a path. Mercy, lost Monsieur. My, lost my footing, yeah. They, yeah. they were like, oh, sacre bleu. And Apologies for that <laughs> appalling accent. <laughs> yeah, can I just say, Mr. North is sort of. He looks like a little seven year old boy that's just being all annoying this evening. He's just fiddling with stuff and like. He just adjusts his headphones to give himself what can only be described as a sideways mohawk. How's that working out for you, Mr. North? <laughs> yeah, it's like putting an Alice band on. <laughs> so, yes, anyway, an eventful couple of days in Somerset. But you made it back alive. Yes. We are back. We are yeah, back. We're back here. And back to work. Yeah, and you made back a really. Back to our lives. And you made a really good video from your travels, no, didn't you? We didn't make yes, a video. Yes, would like, should we promote the video? <laughs> it's on our Facebook page. There is a video which um, we did on a bit of with my camera, um, which is just a normal camera switched onto video mode, and then the worst <laughs> bit of editing software you could download off the internet hacked together in a couple of hours, Mr. Swan, and it is awful, absolutely awful. Including it has the worst joke 
I have ever yeah, told. Yeah, which came from you. I'd like. Yeah, to, which I rehearsed and then <laughs> and then did it in camera, and it's still awful. So if you want to see that joke, you want to head to our Facebook yeah. fan page. I believe that's, that's the only correct. place you can see it, isn't yeah. it? That's right. Yeah, luckily it hasn't made onto YouTube yet. I no, think there's some sort of quality rejected. control. It's not going to. So it's on our Facebook group, which is Boys in the Basement. No, it's not. It's no, Facebook.com/slash/BoysInTheBasementUK. Don't go to Facebook.com/slash/BoysInTheBasement because that's the Dan Norris American version of Boys in the Basement, which. Uh, it's, it's shut down. It's shut down. Shut Gone. Down. Pointless. They're not doing anything. So, Dan Norris, where are you now? Because he emailed the show way back and said, you've stolen my name. He hadn't. He'd stolen ours and now he's disappeared. So that's what happens if you challenge us. You mysteriously disappear. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time for us to play our next song of the show. This is from... Why are you pointing at the no! wall? No! <laughs> <Well, you laughs> Carry on. All right, then. Mr. North was pointing at a news article on the wall about a certain military group who caused a bit of chaos around... What, what years was well, that they, in? They made people disappear. Isn't they, they made people disappear. Talking Early 90. 40s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll disappear. Central Europe. But less about that, because we've got to play another song now so we can all regroup, refresh, and get ready for the rest of the show. This is a song by Dan Markland, and the song is Mr. Parker. We played him before, <laughs> and this song is my favourite off of his album. So have a listen and see what you think. Mr. Parker lives in the old house on Tiring Road. He's lived there almost 50 years with 30 spent alone. When he grew up there, it was a very different place. He used to run around with his sister years before she passed away. Oh, they were thick as thieves when she was eight and he was four. She had England's finest doctor, but they couldn't find the cure. He found her upstairs, he couldn't wake her up to play. Wake up, wake up, Victoria, I do not like this game, no. A quiet little life beside the sea, in a humble house among the jumbled streets. Garden hiding in the shed. He'd play with all the spiders every evening before bed. His father was a drunk, he never raised a hand or fist, but he ran off with the money and the girl from number six. She wasn't tall there, but when you've got a pretty face, it can take you anywhere in life, and life's a funny place. He'd sing on swings and roundabouts, he'd play all on his own, he never did say all that much, the other kids left him alone. He wasn't quite right, no, he never kicked a ball, he just sat there glaring at the world, daydreaming. By the wall and singing na 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 in every step of memory, he'll never care to tell He grew up with his mother, but they'd never really speak She told him life's too short to care, I dare to turn the other cheek When he was 18, she took a stroll into the sea They never found her body, but she's where she wants to be She left him with the house and food to share with all the mice He tried to sell the place and move, but couldn't raise much of a price And now he's stuck there, but he seems alright you can hear him softly singing on the silent summer night He sings na 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 na
That was down Markland, and the song was Mr. Parker, and that's off of his very first album, which is called Nothing's Perfect, and you can download that from iTunes. He is very kindly going to be sending us tracks off of his forthcoming album. He's going to start doing that very, very soon, I think, so we look forward to hearing more from him in the future. So, speaking of people emailing us stuff, do you think it's time we read out some emails? I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Do you know what I've been thinking lately? We should, like, have an email jingle, really, shouldn't we? We do like a jingle. Why have we not done an email jingle? Well, know, actually. No time like the present. Well, just do one right now. Well, yeah. how are we going to do it? Like, just, just <coughs> say random... I think Mr. North should say something. Okay. Yeah, he should like, definitely like... do it. Well, so you're going to say something, and then we'll put it to music for next week's show. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be the music. This is groundbreaking, people. Yeah, okay, right. I'll do a really quick one. Okay, Mr. Like, North is going to do a jingle. Do you have okay. to do it in total dead, dead silence okay. so that we can soundbite it? All right? Okay. Here's Mr. North's jingle. We've checked our inbox. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's going to be our email... Is that really it? That's going to be our jingle. <laughs> right, well, don't worry. We'll give it to our technology department next week. You and they heard can... it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget, we gave him a voice. Oh. And this is how he repays us. We've created a monster, Lim. Yeah, now that was really good. So that's our new email jingle. But let's not worry about that. The jingle has actually sort of lowered expectation. We've had some good emails, haven't we? <laughs> we have, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, first one I had that. today, actually, was a really quick one that I received uh, earlier on. Because now that we're all sort of 21st century, we've all got our emails come to our phone, which we I, weren't... I haven't had any emails that aren't from you guys or Ben. I'm well, gonna, maybe you should look inside emails. yourself, Mr. North, and ask why that is. <laughs> why we have to filter things. Can and people only... please send me some emails at tom at boysandbasementpodcast.com, please. It's going to be just abusive ones, isn't it? Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> just uh, fill the memory of the even phone. Even being hated would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he used to hate it. Back at the start of the show, he used to hate getting abusive emails, but now even those have dried up. He wouldn't mind to be abused. <laughs> that sounded like some sort of appeal. If you could just give one email a month. Yeah. <laughs> you can make this poor man very happy. Yeah. <laughs> You've been uh, really, like, happy lately, though. Yeah, you seem a bit, like, downbeat and lethargic no, lately. No, I'm not downbeat. What? This I'm show really you happy are happy lately, and I'm really downbeat and lethargic. No, I'm fine. Do you know what it is, Liam? I've just noticed he hasn't got any drink. He's not <gasps> drinking. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> no drink. No drink. This, this could be a sober Mister North. So he's either sober and really sort of downbeat and a bit drab, or he's drunk and which would we prefer? Neither's good, really. Is it? <laughs> what? So you just get rid of him totally. He's proved it without alcohol. No, he's, he needs to sort them. himself out. I think okay, that's the answer. Me. So if anyone's listening from Alcohol Rehabilitation Charity, <laughs> email Tom North at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. Any tips? Tom North on... at Boys in the Basement. That won't get to me. Tom at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. Because I really Leave want these tips. He really wants those tips. He needs them more things. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to our emails. Let's not listen to them. Let's read them. You listen to them. I had an email from a chap called Harry who said he was um, perusing the media and he saw this article and thought of us. I think specifically he thought of me. North American scientist has discovered the longest bird's penis ever. <laughs> A 42.5 centimetre organ belonging to a duck. I think that's all we need to talk about that, but it's clear that when the listeners see anything about giant penises, they think Mr. Parton. Because that came to Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Have you had any emails, uh, Mr. North, about giant penises this week? Uh, no, because no. I'm not a giant penis. Oh. oh. If you disagree with that, email Tom at boysinthebasement.com. No, what is it? I don't even know what it is. Boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Email Tom North. Tom, ah! Email Tom at boysinthebasementpodcast.com with the word penis. That's all you need to do. You'll make his day. You've had an email as well, haven't you, Mr. Swan? Huh? You've had an email. Stop fiddling yes, with the I edge have. of the desk. Yes, I have. Come on, let's have some decorum and camaraderie here. Yeah, I've had an email from Livy. She's Good. been a bit quiet recently. She hasn't emailed for the last two shows. But she sent me a lovely long email. Now, I won't read out the whole thing for you because okay. it's quite detailed. Yeah, we haven't got the attention span. No, she's got some exciting news, though. She's got a promotion. I don't know if you remember, she works at a zoo. She's now one of the head keepers, which is very good. Oh, good. She yeah. keeps head. Liam, <laughs> Liam. behave. She, 
She asks how <laughs> our you, plans producer. are of our trip to going to New York. Any progress? And have we considered going to Madison instead, she says, which is where she lives. Where is Madison? Uh, <laughs> We've had this conversation. Somewhere near... Uh, no, it's... <laughs> this uh, is embarrassing for all of us. <laughs> if you know where Madison is, email Liam at boysinthebasinpodcast.com. Anyway, it's in Wisconsin. It says Wisconsin, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's so look at the email that's on the wall. Not the wall. Wisconsin, yeah. So are we going to New York? How close New are they? Well, they're not that close, I don't think. Well, we could make a weekend of it, couldn't we? Yeah? Yeah. Have a tour? Yeah, well, it depends what she's offering when we get there. Hey, hasn't she got that, um, that over-amorous housemate of hers? In fact, she goes on to mention her over-amorous housemate. Yes. <laughs> As she said, It was so funny a few shows ago when you read out Chuck's email for Liam. We were sat round in our apartment, rolling around with laughter, listening to it. I think Chuck certainly has a soft spot for your Mr. Parton, yes. especially as he didn't say never. Yeah, now, if he didn't li- hear the email, Chuck is a gentleman uh, who was, um, he inquired about my leanings towards the homosexual lifestyle. Yes. And I didn't quash those. Not really, I? No. no. I just sort of you give a diplomatic sort of... answer. Well, you said never say never. Never say never. And no, you never should. No, okay. Any port in a storm. There you go, Chuck. That's further encouragement for you. Yeah. Um, also, she mentioned, she says, Brandy's package seemed to go down very well. Perhaps I may have to come up with something else to send you. I like a little friendly competition, especially if you are the prize. Mm. How very nice. What, you personally, no, I think well. she means she me. She thinks yeah. you're the prize. Okay. Yeah. And she has a nice little thing here. She says, lots of love, Livy. P.S. Mr. North. Oh, God. As pleased as we all are for you and your blossoming romance, my friend Katie is a little sad that you're now off the market. Aww. Still, she is pleased that someone else appreciates you like she does. Oh, thank Aww. you. That's very nice, isn't it? Katie's a mentally ill child who uh, <laughs> we've been sponsoring <laughs> since day one. Sorry, uh, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, very fond of Mr. North. Yeah, so that was a nice email. I enjoyed that. Yep. It's nice to hear from Livy again, and, and hopefully was... she might send us something else. And also, Brandy's package, because she sent that package. And last show, where it's a bit bonkers, and we didn't really say much about the package, no, we did we? It was an amazing package that Brandy superb, sent us. The package. It had the aforementioned crocheted scarf in it, which Noble Jeff is wearing. Yes. And it's lovely. It's lovely and warm. Mmm. Mm. So he's enjoying those. Seal of approval from Noble Jeff. Yep, he's never been so pleased by an accoutrement before. Um, it also was full of gummy bears and Hershey's chocolate, but we had some Hershey's chocolate and we didn't like it. Yeah, we? we're European and don't like it. It tasted like actual vomit yeah yeah so much so that i had to then go and google why does hershey's taste like vomit think because i thought that chocolate and had gone a lot off. of hits yeah and it was so and it's true that it actually tastes like vomit mind you we also had to google the other day what's the difference between raisins and sultanas because <laughs> we were having a massive debate a massive we debate was yeah. raining at tom I, I think i got that right didn't i yeah what was the difference mr swan i can't remember that sultanas are green grapes aren't they yes. raisins are red grapes yeah we had to google it because it was it was getting yeah. awkward it was very heated yeah well like what's I, a current then Oh, that's a whole different issue. We'll do that yeah, next show. We haven't got time. That will just start World War Five <laughs> yeah. down here. Well, the other day I did Google the history of digestive biscuits, and that was a heck of a read. You did such you. a brilliant life. God dear. If anyone is still listening, please hang on. Yeah. It's about another if you do know anything about currents, and I mean the sort of the currents you'd put in a bun, email Mike at boysinthebasinpodcast.com. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. <laughs> so now you've got all your basic. If you want to abuse someone, Tom at boysinthebasinpodcast.com. If you want to have it off with someone, Liam at boysinthebasinpodcast.com. If you want to give us information about currents, Mike at boysinthebasinpodcast.com. So the three. Yeah. Well, I think anyway, back in. to Brandy's package. Back to Brandy's package. Thank Brandy, you, for- you have a lovely package, and I would love to rummage more in your package. And isn't Brandy coming? To- oh yeah, Brandy, we need to ask you a question. And this is easier and cheaper than a phone call. When are you coming to the UK? Email us. Let us know. Same goes to Livy. Actually, when are you coming to? The <laughs> yeah, because we want to try and make sure so you don't arrive at the same time. Cause that could be awkward. Yeah, and exhausting for Mr. Swan. Ugly <laughs> <laughs> scenes at Heathrow Airport. Lucas Age can only take him so far. <laughs> Other drinks are available. <laughs> yes. Well, that would be an unfortunate occurrence, wouldn't it? Well, define unfortunate. Well, I, uh, Mr. North, will you stop doing the fingers? <laughs> it really puts me off when you do the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dodgy. <laughs> As you said to him last night. <laughs> anyway, no. 
yeah, let us know, both of you, or anyone who's coming to the UK who'd like to come on the show, let us know. It'd be brilliant to hear from you. And Brandy, of course, always emails her. And last show, she emailed us and she made a brief reference because there was a story around about New Year's Eve where I played with some fruit and also some women all at once. I don't want to dwell on it, but I have brought up about four shows <laughs> I wish in a row. I hadn't mentioned that <laughs> right. again. But Brandy said it reminds her of a passage from a certain erotic novel she'd been reading, and she took the time to send us a passage from this novel. This is just to get any lovers, because it was Valentine's Day recently. And um, your birthday. And, and my birthday. birthday. The two things were on the same day, because I am a true child of love. So this is a passage from um, Tar Beach by Lord. I took a ripe avocado and rolled it between my hands until the skin became a green case with a soft, mashed fruit inside, hard pit at the core. I rose from a kiss in your mouth to nibble a hole in the fruit skin near the navel stalk. Squeeze the pale yellow-green fruit juice in a thin ritual line back and forth over and around your coconut-brown belly. The oil and sweat from our bodies kept the fruit liquid, and I massaged it over your thighs and between your breasts until your brownness shone like a light through the veil of the palest green avocado, a mantle of goddess pear that I licked from your skin. And then she simply puts at the end... (laughs) I hope this helps in your craft of using fruit as pleasure devices. So she's recognised it's actually a craft. I can start a little guild, formulate a little guild. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Uh, uh. Oh, you've got a guild, have you? Why? We play, we are Peter's premier podcast for music, <laughs> projects and everything. And that's why we're about to play and a smut. Song. And smut. Oh, yes, always smut. You've got to have smut. Smut's like the vinegar what washes it all down. So, right, because of that and because of the fact that everyone else in the basement was a bit shocked, either shocked or aroused, it's hard to tell. It's just my charisma has washed over you like a big warm hug. Third song. <laughs> As Quinton Crisp said, charisma is the ability to influence people without logic. So, third song of the show, and it's from a band called Mifflers, and you'll find them on MySpace. After this, we'll come back, we'll do a poem, we'll do the news, and then we'll do you the decent thing and leave you in peace. So, enjoy this. I spell I wanna see a superstar I'm a Jenny passes by and looks like down painting on New York Street Graffiti suited to my routine Crimea planes don't hesitate my heart is blown away Stop it said every place
Brilliant Mayflies with the song Be Somewhere Else. And Mr. North feels that I need to spell the band name because he feels that you're all incompetent and you won't be able to work out how you'd find them on the internet. So it's myspace.com slash M-A-Y-F-L-Y-S music and you'll find them on myspace. Is that good? Was that clear, Mr. North? Yeah, thanks. Because you said that I... Oh, because you said <laughs> no, you, you don't pronounce it very well. They call Mifflers. We had McFly on the show. No one is going to think that we actually had McFly on the show. Not yet. Give it a few Especially weeks. Especially not them sounding like that. No, this is a quality show. Yeah. We so, be somewhere else. We'd like to dedicate be somewhere else to our long-term friend of the show, Eri, who is somewhere else right now. He's gone to Cuba. Did I say that in a good enough voice, Mr. North? No, that's acceptable. Was that an acceptable voice? He's gone to Cuba on a little jolly and Eri, he's only been gone a day and he's not going to be back for another five days we're going to get derailed to be like one of them mine carts in Indiana Jones we'll go flying <laughs> off into the jungle and get little like tribal people lobbing spears at us well that's just a standard day out for ex-Klu Klux Klan member Mr North anyway no. we, what? <laughs> <laughs> what combat 18 what group can you be in you've been in them all He's met, we met him in a riot down in Brixton that was awful can't remember that day I had a rock held at Miss Skull he was horrible right we've got to talk about some proper good stuff because he's gone to Cuba and Mr North you you sparked a horrible rumour about Eri last time. You said he was going to pull out of the air project. Live on air, during an <laughs> yeah, interview, you said, oh, oh, are you going to pull out of the air project now? You idiot. You criticised my interview technique. At least I end every question with, is it nice? Not, are you pulling out of the project personally? You silly boy. Next time you have a guest on, don't ask them if they're pulling out of the project. All right? Yes. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Can anyway, we do the news now? We can do the news because I think we finished admonishing you for your ridiculous and childlike behaviour. Do, th- do you agree, Jeff? I do agree. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Do you want to spark any rumours about Jeff? No, he's so noble. Oh, you embarrass yourself, <laughs> Thank, you thanks are. Thanks for the sarcasm, Mr North. Uh, he hops through each show foot permanently in mouth, but we're proud that he does because <laughs> at least it gives him, keeps him off the street. You won't want to meet him in an alleyway. Anyway, it's time for... What is it time for, Mr North? The news! <laughs> This is the news. 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 It's the news! Is your voice just broken? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is the news! We do believe that Mr. North's voice actually broke during the introduction of this segment. All very excited, so excited a bell is going to be rung. Yes! Here are the three headlines we've picked. 
Silence, please. Silence, please. Can we, we got... have like a sim bin that we put Mr. North in for like five minutes? If he says five minutes really isn't bad. enough, the naughty call. Just send him out. Yeah, he'd spend each show for the, the entirety of the on. show. Bleed now, right? Unbelievable. We, every week we pick three news stories. We read them out. We pick one we want to read, and then we read it, and then the other two get uh, sent to purgatory. Is what happens there. And then one day Mr. North will be sent to cross over the threshold and rescue them. So the three headlines this week are... Oh, and they're good ones. First one. Win a wife. Contest sparks outrage. Mm. Second one. Drink driver pulled herself over. Not pulled herself off. Pulled herself over. And the final headline. Group kidnaps Ronald McDonald. Which one should we pick, people? There's only one I think I want to hear there. I think the Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. Yeah, we letting Jeff have the casting vote. Go on, Jeff. Ronald McDonald. Yeah, especially with your time spent in McDonald's recently. If I if I ever, do you know what? The other day I had a big tasty, but I must have had it in the middle of the night because in the morning when I got in my car, there was big tasty sauce on my seatbelt it was all caught up in the mechanism and I looked at it and I felt physically sick because it had all congealed I thought oh I hurled that into my body last night but you know I've had worse things inside me so group kidnaps Ronald McDonald Mr Swan is going to read this why are you shaking your head no, nothing, nothing no, at all. Nothing Just at an all. image no. I had in my head there for a second. Well, I see you've done it in your usual minimalist print. <laughs> yeah, well, so, because of our funding has uh, been a bit dry lately, you know, Mr North's given up the prostitution to focus on <laughs> long-lasting love, the platonic sort of love, so uh, we're not earning much money from that anymore, so I've got to print everything in tiny font, save okay. an ink. Okay, well, I'll do my best with it. Yeah, good luck. There's no big words in it, though. Group kidnaps Ronald McDonald. A shadowy organisation calling itself the Food Liberation Army claims it has kidnapped Ronald McDonald. The FLA says it will execute the McDonald's restaurant chain character if its demands are not met. In a scene uncomfortably similar to those depicted in Al-Qaeda videos, five people in balaclavas are shown standing behind a hooded Ronald statue. The spokesman for the group, who are based in Finland, interesting, <laughs> demands that the McDonald's organisation answer ethical questions or the character will be executed. He says, Two days ago, we kidnapped Ronald McDonald from a McDonald's restaurant. We love burgers, fries and McDonald's, but we can no longer watch silent when the food we love is being destroyed and brought to shame because of greed and indifference. Because of your short-sightedness, your burgers have become nearly inedible. This is odd, isn't it? Some <laughs> odd people here. If you do it's not It's taken answer... you this far into the story to realise it's a bit odd. <laughs> no, well, I just had to read on. That was the first point I got to take a breath. If you do not answer all the questions, we will execute Ronald on Friday, February the 11th, <gasps> 2011, at 6.30pm. What was that date? Last Friday. Oh, no! So we, could... Why did we not have it on the wall planner? <laughs> I'm looking at the wall planner now, it? and all I can see is my birthday, and, and your birthday, so Ronald... and Eric's birthday. Ronald could not be here anymore. Ronald's been executed, and we, we, know, we don't know that. We don't know okay. that. He, he goes on. He then states eight questions, which include why are you not open about the manufacturing processes, raw materials, and additives used in your products? What are you afraid of? And why is cheap production cost your main value? But a spokeswoman for McDonald's slammed the stunt as being in very poor taste. She says, McDonald's is always available to engage in constructive conversations with our customers, stakeholders and the media. This stunt is in very poor taste and not a responsible approach to meaningful dialogue. Wow. There we go. Political. I think we need to find out what's happened to Ronald. Yeah. Who do you think we could contact? Google. 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 Okay, well, shall I Google it right now? Have we got time for that? We're not very good at technology, no, I, are we? I think that might take you a while. So they, they kidnapped a statue. Yes. And they, how do you One execute a statue? plastic ones that you get in every shop. How yeah. do you execute a statue? Well, you could still cut its head off, couldn't you? Melt it. 
melt it. Would you melt it? It wouldn't be a very dramatic yeah. execution. Very sort of slow. This would just take about five minutes. <laughs> Got a candle <laughs> next to it. So, and but we think that could have already happened. So we Possibly. need to find out. Oh yeah. God, I feel this is all my fault. But I couldn't quite understand what they were actually being angry about. They wasn't because they weren't moaning about like animals and stuff like some people do they were just moaning about the quality of burgers saying the quality of bur- so these are actual passionate McDonald's customers yeah they are actually fans. who love the, the quality of McDonald's and they feel it slumped in recently. they could just go to Burger King oh that would be a defection oh. wouldn't it properly oh. no because they I disagree I'm stealing one of McDonald's isn't well no that's just how passionate they are no because I, I, I feel like I'm defending them here I don't want to align yeah. myself with these sort of <laughs> I actually lists. think the quality of their burgers has gone up because like I say lately I've become addicted yeah. to the big tasty I've never tasted a finer Finer burger. I like the big tasty, and I'm glad that it's only limited edition, or I would be ruined. I love this when Mr. North does his bit. He re- after we read the news story, he then has to read it on his own for a few yeah, seconds because he thinks I and manufactured it. Probably no, and he, he builds up to making some big sweeping closing statement. So the big closing statement of this show is. I didn't have one. I didn't have a closing <laughs> statement. Oh dear. So we didn't have a big closing statement. Oh no, what are we going to do? We have to cut that all out. Yeah, just, we just need to just rise up and say, okay, Ronald, well, should we launch a campaign to find him? If you know where he is, email us, liamaboysinthebasementpodcast.com. See what I did there. Well, we should find out if he's dead first. Should we contact McDonald's spokeswoman? Yeah, we could do. Yeah, because she said they're always open to constructive dialogue. Well, we've got a friend who works at McDonald's, haven't we? Oh, man on the inside. Aaron, we oh, could ask know. Aaron. He might know. Yeah, I'm sure it's been, you know, they're all aware. Sure of it. They've all been news. briefed. Yeah. Okay. We'll contact Aaron and get back to you. Next show, everyone, we will have some follow-up to that. We'll Fate find out Ronald McDonald what will be happened revealed. to Ronald. I think that's noble work we do. Definitely. Definitely. Inspired by Jeff. Thank you. Right, is it time for a poem? It is. That would be nice. Yeah. The music's cause... tinkering away in the background. Oh yeah. oh yeah, so it is. You put that on subtly. I thought you were just having a seizure. Right, every show I write a poem and read it out. Last show, these two buffoons, my fellow co- colleagues here, Mr North and Mr Swan, tried to write a poem. In three hours they came up with what can only be described as two lines of everybody's life that we're not going to get back. So I've had to recapture my, cr- my uh, throne and write a beautiful poem. This poem is called Miss Lynn. And it's dedicated to a young lady from Scotland who... Is good. She's a good woman. So, this one's for you. Are you all ready for this? Mm. Okay, I feel a bit of pressure after my week off. On a night in the loan, a man and his phone reach out to a stranger, a girl in the zone. Cats may be killed, but curiosity thrilled as chances were taken and fates became sealed. As I capture a friend from the island's far end, an encounter that's fated, no need to pretend. Like minds are meeting for a chance bit of tweeting, sun and suspicion, a moment ceased fleeting. Words are abound, in each phrase it is found, we share more than species, we have common ground. And it's here that we lay, cards doubt as we play, in our own conjured world, not in line with the day. We'll find our own land, and I'll carve with my hand, a fortress of sponge that will tower so grand. A sweetness uncouth, and a salt on the tooth, afforded by the reckless nature of youth. So now I toast to another, hidden deep under cover, a craving across miles, a journey to smother. All of course spawned from the dust and the yawn, yet it seems a good choice, as fate has now dawned. Yeah, was was good. that good? I liked that. It was good. I still Who's like ours. But... Miss Lynn. Miss Lynn. Who's Miss Lynn? She's from Edinburgh. She's uh, one of our... Well, she follows me on Twitter. I've never met her, but she seems very nice. Oh, lovely. And there's okay. no more reason than she seems nice than for me to dedicate my entire life to her. So, I'm probably in love. Oh, not oh, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't say that. <laughs> Regular I'm... listeners will know this is going to be very difficult for the next few shows. <laughs> I might go and see her, actually. Audrey, I think, probably. Won't. I'm off work for the week. I might travel up to... Um, she lives in Edinburgh. You did say you wanted a road trip. I did. That Should we one... all go? No. I'd love to. Yeah? If you, if you can get me the days off work. 
Yeah, let's just roll. Brilliant. I'm sure she'd love it if we all turned up at her door. <laughs> sort of an awkward shuffly silence. What a show it's been for us today. It's almost time for us to finish. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I always sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> You're not having a good show today. We did actually delay the recording of this show for three days because when we were going to record it, Mr. North wandered into the house with all the sort of enthusiasm of Alf Garnet. He was like, we're going to record this now. We're going to record this now. So we actually said, right, we're going to cancel this. We went to have a meeting with Eri in which I said something offensive in a pub and everyone went, oh, you're so offensive. But it was a good meeting. So we delayed the recording of the show and even now still, Mr. North has been, frankly, wow, useless, I think is the best way to sum it up. Anything you'd like to say in defence of that, Mr. North? I can't defend that. <laughs> oh, you're no, no fun anymore. God. You've well, changed. What do you want me to say? Defend it. Either way, like if, if I I'd say like too to much, say something... too little. Yeah, but you normally make some pathetic attempt to sort of grab back some sort of hint of dignity, and you always fail. <laughs> but that's amusing for us and the <laughs> listeners. You've got no fight left in you. I have felt like I've been totally myself, which is really, <laughs> which is not good. Yes, he has felt himself all show. That's been the problem. He can't Feeling get past himself. touching himself. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any further than rubbing himself. And on that bombshell, it's time for us to thank you very much for listening. It's been a good show, episode 17. Can you believe we made it this far? We certainly can. Maybe that's why we're running out of steam. Maybe that's why Mr North has run out of things to say, because his entire life is only interesting for 16 shows. But <laughs> next show, we're going to be on our 18th show. That'll be out in a fortnight's time. So once you've downloaded this, listen to this, you've only got to wait another two weeks and we'll be back. Isn't that brilliant? We keep coming back for more. We're like them cows in Rocky. No matter how hard he punched them, they stood firm. And we're very much like that. If you want to get in touch with us, Anything you want to say, Liam at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. If you want to abuse someone, Tom at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. If you know anything about currents, Mike at Boys in the Basement Podcast.com. And if you want to speak to NobleJeff.com, well, NobleJeff.com may well exist, it may well not. If not, just read the Bible, that's the best way to feel close to Jeff. And on that, that is the final bombshell. I want to thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for being beautiful because we have been the boys, this has been the basement, you have been the listener. Goodbye! Goodbye!